Hi guys, welcome back to Vibation Scorpios. Um, if you are new here, hello, I am Danny. And I'm Alika. And we are <laughs> No I'm kidding. Um <laughs> where are we? Uh we those bitches basically period. Oh, okay. Um but me and Alika have been gone. Oh my god, I haven't. Wait, so I haven't seen you in two weeks. Yes. Oh, reunited and it feels so good. Re- oh, I just got the just gave myself the chills, serenading myself. I cannot. Have <laughs> you on the serenade yourself? Like, okay, girl. I just got the chills. Somebody's, somebody's still drunk off their birthday. Oh, my God. Oh, yes. It was my birthday. I'm officially 27 now. Damn, you old, yo. You getting up there with yeah, us. <laughs> Listen, I am not old. I'm getting ripe, honey, okay? Oh, yes. I'm getting fine like wine, okay? Mm-hmm. Hmm. You think you slick, though. You gonna go out of town and celebrate. It's your birthday. So it's just like, did but she so age? Dolo. Did she not age? <laughs> No one really knows. I'm about to be 25, y'all. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's my last year in my 20s. This is about to be... Oh, we got to turn up. <laughs> this like is going to be crazy. Year. Oh, that's so exciting. Yeah. It's, it's, it's weird. At first, I didn't want to I didn't want to turn 30. I was like, I don't know. This is crazy. It was like literally a car crash happening that I couldn't <laughs> stop. It was like, why am I about to turn 30? We're here. But then... I want to say of like the last six months, I'm just like, bitch, I'm going to be 30 next year. Right? It's about to be That's lit. So, like, so who gives a fuck? <laughs> I'm looking forward to like the uh, having a dirty 30 party. I feel like it's just going to be dicks everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> I want to go away for my birthday, but I also might have a party. I'm thinking about doing like a costume party. Also, because be I always wanted to have like a Halloween party, but for my birthday. So yeah, my it, birthday is it, like a month after Halloween, basically. It's only like two weeks. So it's gonna have a costume party. That would be that would be dope. Yeah, I think I'm gonna have a '90s costume party because that's like my era. One of my girlfriends was just saying that she wants to have like a 2000s party. Yeah, that's cute. That's I like fire. I like the whole '90s 2000s theme. Yeah, that's, that's really cute. Everybody walking around like grills and shit. <laughs> With they, like the the jeans, super baggy, exactly. and the underwear, the showing. jersey shirts, the jersey dresses, the jersey two pieces, all that shit. The Manolo Blahniks, the um, Tims. Yeah. Yeah, those are those are fire. Yeah. Those are some serious gems. Thanks. Flip phones, two ways. Who the fuck is pulling up to a party? I don't know, but we could find uh, it. Uh, shit. Well, shoot, they sell uh, cricket phones at uh, Walmart, so for $25.99. We'll get a flip phone. That is so funny. Everyone, I had a razor. I had a razor. No, I didn't have a razor. I, no, I, I had a, I had a Motorola, but it wasn't a razor. Hello, and I had a, And I had a two-way. <laughs> right. Hello, Moto. <laughs> and I had like this, when I, my first year in high school, my father and my, my mom and my dad had literally just took me off a phone plan. Uh-huh. So they're not like, they're like, well, we're not putting you back on the phone plan because I was always running at my ministership. And you guys so, be like, call me after seven. Right, right, right. All the time. <laughs> so 
when I was in high school, my dad was like, but I still need to get in contact with you. Why he gave me a, like, this little, like, pager thing, like, a little text shit. Oh, And no. mind you, it wasn't even, like, it was in color or anything. This is still, like, digital, like, digital, like, old school digital. Oh, my god! <laughs> like, taupe uh-huh. screen with the black. Like, <laughs> you can play Snake, like, though. <laughs> oh, that was my favorite phone, the little oh, Nokia. Oh, yeah. That shit was, like, a fucking Snake VCR in your lit. pocket. And I had the big one, too. I remember my mom, because it was my mom's phone. I remember she tried to give me, like, her case. Her case was, like, a crossbody bag. I was like, I'm not walking around with this. Are you shitting me? I'm not walking around with this. Oh, my gosh. Remember the Nokia phones that had, like, the antenna that you could change the antennas? Yeah. And, like, it could bling and all that yeah. stuff every time. That was I remember all the phone customizations from the fucking, uh, what was it, the Boost Mobile phone? Uh-huh. To the sidekicks, all those, like... I never had a sidekick. I went I straight from, like... I went straight from the Razor to something else. Did you have a Blackberry? Yes, yes. Yeah, no, I was a Blackberry. I had, I had I the Storm. The I had all the touchscreen Blackberries. I was very... I was mad bougie I had the Curve. That was my favorite. I never always wanted the one with the buttons, but what happened was I was in college when I got it, and I was on my dad's plan, and he had Verizon, and they were the only ones that had the BlackBerry Storm, which was like the first touchscreen BlackBerry. Oh. And I was like, oh, I'm just going to, it's touchscreen. And I was like, this is this is it. Like, And I haven't not had a touchscreen phone since, because I believe right <laughs> after that I had... Um, I had an Android, and then after that, I had my I've I've had an iPhone since. Yeah, after my BlackBerry, I went to. No, that's not true. After my BlackBerry, I had an Android, and then I hated it, and then I was just. And then my brother got an iPhone, and I was like, you know what, we should all switch to iPhones, and that's how that came about. iPhones are lit. Yeah. I think honestly, that whole iPhone um like android debate i think it's just all about your preference because some people just prefer to have an android i'm like okay. honestly people that have androids though if you choose to be a caveman that is on you wow. because there's nothing cool about an android like that there's nothing cool about an android well the only reason why i really feel like the only reason why people with iphones don't like androids is because the configuration isn't there like things don't translate like when yeah. we see i when we see videos from um, an Android, it usually looks like a surveillance video. Granted, it looks, right? Yeah, it but looks then, like, like when you see videos, bowl, camera but when you see videos like on their phone, it looks mad clear. But it's just because it doesn't translate. Like none of nobody wants to create iPhone software. don't read bootleg. That's what oh it is. <laughs> but anyway, so. we are so off I track guess right so now. When you put it like that, yeah, we, we definitely <laughs> we, got all offside track. We are so off track. But, um, how was your week? My two weeks? It was, um... <laughs> <laughs> right? I missed I miss you so much. How it's been so crazy. It's been a really, like, an emotional roller coaster. And as much as I would oh like God, to blame yes. it on retrograde, retrograde was over before but, like, all the craziness uh, we happened. we do have a shadow week. Yeah, that's true. There's a so, shadow week. Yeah. So, then again, it's like, all right. The but, shadow um, week was us anticipating who was going to win, Trump or Biden. Yeah. That was, the, that was our shadow yeah. week. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to everyone lot. who voted. Shout out to the Joe Budden. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Wait, did you see the one about common sense? No. And they have a picture of Joe? Oh, like, yes! That was hilarious. I was just like, are y'all shitting me, though? Was, that was really funny. <laughs> nah, I think, Joe, I think Joe and Swiss Beats favor each other more so than Joe and Common. 
Because I always used to confuse them too for some reason. I don't know why. Damn, that's that's really messed up. She just confuses all black bald men. No. All. It's all the bald, voices. Their skin. voices are low key similar. Black men. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> well. No, nah, but we all got twins though. We all got twins. Yeah, we all have doppelgangers. Yeah. yeah. Uh, my two weeks have been very interesting. Life is, like you said, life is definitely a roller coaster. Though. It's been wild. Yeah, yeah, life is. My anxiety's been up. It's been down. It's been sideways. It's been flipped on its ass, and literally, mm-hmm. like I think I'm just now kind of like coming to some sort of like somewhat peace. Mm-hmm. Um, I still have anxiety like about the election only because. I like I'm I'm worried about these Trump supporters. They they are literally sore losers, and I'm just worried about. Granted, we've had a great couple of days. Yes, Nothing, you know. Yes, knock on wood. Everything's been great. Um, <laughs> but how I'm just that I'm just like when is that when is this shit gonna hit the fan? Yeah, yeah, yeah like yeah. when's out of the yeah. shoe gonna drop? You know? Cause no, it's, I totally it's get that. Weird. But then also like I'm excited to be like I I the energy in New York on Saturday because I was I work phenomenal. In Shout out to NYC. Yeah. Like I was in Manhattan because I, I work in the too, city yeah. and it was just like when we found out at work it, the energy was shifted and then like to be in the streets and to hear mm-hmm. people playing fuck Donald Trump yep. and to feel everybody's vibe and just celebrating and to, and to see Spike Lee mm-hmm. pop a bottle of Brooklyn. Green, yeah. like that, that's how I knew, like, all right. But New, but the thing I is about New York, so the thing is about New York, though, we're we're a democratic state, so no matter what, like, Heavy. he was always going to get it here, but I'm happy that the energy well, has shifted, well, though. Well, sorry to cut you off, but New York State New York is, a, is, a, is a Republican state. Yeah, but New York City. But New York City was like, fuck all that shit. <laughs> yeah, that's facts. Fuck anybody who thinks that we're going to be red. We're going to be blue. Yeah, Shout out to Albany though. because mm-hmm. Albany is blue too. Oh wow! And Syracuse is blue, and I think like one other town. Yeah, but is I know blue. like in like Nassau County and Suffolk County. It was yeah, they, right. and, and fucking Staten Island. It no was one over Staten just Island, just a heads bro. up. No one goes there. Okay, unless you live There's there. There's a reason why though. So fuck all yeah. <laughs> like fuck all yeah. But um, racist mofo. I voted early. You said, you I voted early. early, yeah. How was your uh, voting early experience? It wasn't bad. That day it was raining, so that was the only thing that was annoying. But literally, I was in and out in 20 minutes. Like, the so, lo- the wait for the line. And it was giving out pizza. But oh, I didn't wow, get a slice, crazy. but I should have. Um, that's crazy. But I got to, yeah, I voted early. Did yeah. you vote early or you did vote No, I ended up voting day. on election day because the way my schedule was set up and I was just like, it was like I wanted to vote early, but the the schedule was different every day and the way my work mm-hmm. schedule was, it just wasn't working out. Yeah. So I was just like, all right, I'll just go on election day and I got up early. I got up like, I, I, when I vote, I always go early. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, just to get it out the way. Mm-hmm. Granted, like, I have to get up early, but it's like, it. I was probably going to get up early, be up at that time anyway, <laughs> so fuck it. Um, but I got up early, I went, and I was in and out in 20 minutes. It yeah. wasn't even that. But yeah. I think because, one, so many people voted early. Yep. And it was going on for, like, a whole week. Yeah. That people found election day, it was, yeah, like, you had mad time. Because a lot of people were home, and 
People found mm-hmm. the time. So on election day, some places were the lines were crazy. My brother areas. said he walked in and out, and that was it. Yeah, some places are uh, people that I know. They said the lines were a little long, but that that I knew that was gonna be it because some some cities and some towns are more populated than others. Yeah. So I had a feeling, but for me, I was in and out. But that literally like. When I drove past the early voting, like every every time I drove past it, it was it was around it was, the block. Right? block. Like yeah. so, people were were out there. But you know what it is? I said this had COVID not happened, he might have had a shot. Oh, that's a good point. He might have yeah. had a shot. You know what I mean? Because it was but, so close to call. Like yeah. it was, it was that we were literally biting our fucking fingernails. Like, yeah. is he gonna win? Like yeah. my my mom. Uh, after like the polls had closed and all this stuff, uh, she called me and she's like, I think this man is going to win again. And I'm like, and I wasn't watching anything. Mm-hmm. I had made it a point to like, kind of not focus yeah. on it. Yeah. Um, and my brothers were here, so I just hung out with them and stuff. So, like, that, the anticipation of, like, hearing them being like, ooh, we got this thing, or this, like, that's the, that was my update, um, but everyone was so just on edge because they thought that he was gonna win. Yeah, and then he was already, like, talking about, like, how he won, and it was, like, making, though. Yeah, making Twitter fingers, I swear, yeah. But, um, I think I think had COVID not happened, he might have got it, but the fact that... We're, we're at where we're at now, the unemployment rate. So many businesses have had to, like, close. So many people have been laid off yeah. that it's, like, everybody's affected. It's not mm-hmm. everybody. Like, there's not one person who wasn't affected by COVID. Even, I'm sure, <laughs> from Donald Trump, clearly, all the way down to even homeless people are affected. Because yeah. I'm sure, like, you know, when the train station... Because at some point... Homeless people, you know, they were riding the trains all night, but now it's like the trains weren't running all night in New York mm-hmm. City. They were stopping at a certain point. And are granted, they back running at night now? I think they run till one. I don't know, honestly. Okay. I'm so thankful that I'm not on the subway yeah, after like too. eight o'clock. I anymore. feel my friends do overnight, and they had talked about like how. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out to minorities. Shout out to black women. Yeah. Because black women were 96% of, like, I think of the of the group. I, I don't know how the, the number was, but it was 96% when broken down of, like, men, women, black, Hispanic. Yeah. Hispanic women were 66%. Um, and then white people, I forgot. Who cares? Yeah, who cares? Yeah, they were, <laughs> but yeah, but we're talking think, about voting for Biden. I think people just had enough. First of all, um, Trump put a lot of batteries in a lot of already hateful people's backs. Yes, and it yes. was just the fact that people That's were just like right. it was just so much. And in four I'm years, sure it just felt way. like racism went from like level two to like level a million mm-hmm. in a matter of four years. Yeah, and then to be in twenty twenty. And for it to be even more for everything that happened with COVID and how people of color were treated during COVID Mm -hmm. saying that like we were most likely to get it and then to, to, to be home and to see 
all this murder happening around the country and to see the injustice happening all around the country. Did you see did you see what uh um Dave Chappelle just said? No, I have to watch SNL, but I know he I I I know Dave Chappelle goes on. I saw a clip of it though. I he was like that COVID was like one of the best things to happen to America because all of the white people were stuck in the house and there was no mass shootings. Right. And, Period. Oh <laughs> That's a good ass fact. Well, yes, but there were still other things going on. No, yeah, there. granted, yeah. Granted, but but Tom, um, Dick, and Harry yeah. weren't shooting up schools and but shit. But yeah, so, and know. and kids. But honestly, to to be fair, he's right because COVID essentially was the best thing to happen because now it's like everybody's out here getting treated like black people. The world is, America's being treated the way black people are treated and they don't like it. And now Donald Trump is getting treated like that. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, wait, but wait. he really don't like it. No, wait, he about to really be treated like a black person when they take his ass out in handcuffs. (laughs) I'm hoping I, listen, I don't like to, listen, I wouldn't wish this any, no, he's Donald Trump, he deserves it, right? (laughs) So like, he a Gemini. He definitely, like, I would, like, it would bring me so much, like, pleasure, even though this is probably wrong, it would bring me so much pleasure to just see him walk out of the White House in handcuffs. It would. It would really. What it would, would he be getting arrested for? Well, he. You know, he's still. Tax fraud. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I just want to know, like, all the people that were so like pro Trump and all that stuff. How do you feel that like he basically paid less taxes than you did? Like my grandmother was. My, I love my grandmother. She was like, you know, the this election was a huge deal, and she's like, mind you, she's an immigrant woman who does not vote. But she was definitely like, it's so important for the youth to go out and vote. Absolutely. Because this affects them. Yes. The most. And what we fail to realize as Hispanic people is that just like we don't want to be called immigrants and be discriminated against and we want fair opportunity, we need to be allies of black people and we need to be more sensitive and empathic to the fact that we're not white. So we need to stick together. But, and it's a, it's, this is crazy, but a lot of certain, depending on where you've migrated from, you don't see your, you don't feel, you wouldn't feel that you are an immigrant, if that makes sense to you. You understand what mm, I'm saying? Okay, yeah. Because certain people don't, they they think, and granted, like, you should think the most of yourself, right? Yeah. But, like, I feel like some people have a, you know, if their skin is fairer or, you know, if they can pass as white, but they still are Latino or even half black, but they still pass as white, they have that privilege because they yeah. don't have the they don't have the target of skin tone. They don't have the target of a different language. You know what I mean? Like they don't have that. So yeah. some of them don't relate, and it, it's kind of unfortunate. You know that mm-hmm. you know you especially because immigrants come here for a better life, and all black people we didn't even come here for a better life. We were forced to be here. I you know something you know that's so crazy. What sometimes it annoys me with people who. Like, I had this conversation not so long ago about um, ancestors and all this shit and, like, how it's a big deal to live up to certain things. And slavery got in topic and uh, this person was like, who's black? 
um, was like, oh, but that didn't really affect my people. And I guess because he is from Africa and he's like, I forgot what part, but he was just like, it didn't though. He's not wrong. But... And granted, they, <laughs> like, no, that's, wrong, I get that. But... That's fine. Yeah. But it's also like, that doesn't mean that you can't be sympathetic yeah. is my point. But honestly, like, and that's a, probably a, another discussion for another day, but Africans and African Americans, like it's it's a lot. There's there's a lot of there's a lot of Africans look at African Americans like you can't sit with us, right? Right. And all African Americans want is just a place to call. Like we literally don't have a home. Like everybody's talking all this shit about oh well I'm gonna go back home, but we literally don't have a home. home? We don't have a home, and that's all we want is a home. Most of us just want a home. (laughs) And we don't have one. Like growing up, I grew. I growing up, and even being in high school, I, everybody I knew was Jamaican or Trinidadian or Ecuadorian and Dominican, and had family in these countries. And they would talk about going home and you know how their family life is and how their country is. And I'm just mm-hmm. like, can't relate. This sadly, <laughs> is my country. Like can't relate. <laughs> uh huh. Damn. So it, you know it, and. It made me, if it, it almost for me, I can't speak for everybody, but it almost kind of made me feel like an orphan. Like, granted, I have parents, Aww. but that makes me that because it's like everybody has that home that clearly, like, if shit really went left, they could go to, and I'm stuck there, like, fuck. <laughs> what were we like, doing today, can you take guys? Me? Like, I'm over here trying to go with somebody's suitcase. Like, well, damn, can I come with you? Like, you want to adopt me? Today. Like, you want to adopt me, Jamaica? <laughs> no, no, not no. Jamaica. <laughs> Why not Jamaica? <laughs> Fuck Jamaicans. No, I'm kidding. Wow. <laughs> We're back to this oh, now. Oh, man. That's so funny. Why fuck Jamaicans? Oh, that's so funny. Danny said that, not me. Um, but, <laughs> but my birthday was great. Uh, my two, my last two weeks, I had a cold. I was dying. That's why we didn't have an uh, episode last week because I did not want to get a leak of sick. I was, I was looking out for you. I was thinking about you. Okay? Because we could have sat here mask on recording a podcast like <laughs> not being able Honestly, to breathe Honestly, I wear a mask for 12 hours a day so me wearing it for an additional two <laughs> hours really wouldn't have made a difference but Okay, but I really was dying. And, I literally I mean, wear a mask from like 7 o'clock in the morning until about <laughs> 6 to 7 o'clock at night. So... Well, now I feel better. It's literally not that big of a deal. So, we are here. <laughs> she says, mad and grateful. Fuck yeah. Fuck you. Fuck you. Um, she's so ungrateful. Oh, my God. I am. So, I so now am. I feel better. <laughs> now, now I'm a year older. I am 27. Um, shout out to November Scorpios. Alika's birthday is 10 days away. Mm-hmm. Wow. We are just... Living the I'm best. anxious for my birthday. I'm a little... I'm anxious because... Pandemic birthday is a different kind of birthday. Oh it is. Yeah. <laughs> it really is. Because I really wanted to have like a whole... Like a girl's trip. And I really wanted to do the whole thing. But it a just... It just kept falling apart. <laughs> Left or right. It was like, alright. That's so annoying. That's usually... But um, answer. Dirty 30, we out. Dirty 30, we're going to be naked on an island. Mm, 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 mm.
Oh, okay. No, you guys not. All right. So, <laughs> today's topic, we are going to be Now that we're finally here at today's topic. <laughs> <laughs> we're finally here, guys. We Don't finally... worry. We're going to bore you to death with the election results. We finally got to the point of the damn episode. <laughs> like, let's get to the point, guys. Come on. Um... That is fucking hilarious. <laughs> we just talked your ear off for like 20 minutes, but... At least. <laughs> we are here now. We, we have, have arrived, arrived at our okay? <laughs> We are getting, getting off, off. now. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, no, I'm kidding. Um, so today's topic is about mental health. Something we all probably need yes. <laughs> right now. <laughs> something and, we were all probably yeah, indulging in. So, something also too we all can relate to. Yeah, I feel. absolutely. Especially after the year that we just lived through. Still living through. Yeah. Um, R.I.P. Alex Trebek, yo. He yeah, oh my God, yesterday. yes. That is so like And he was whole, like literally That's like crazy. he. Um, he couldn't wait for another date. No, I'm kidding. What his birthday's today? No, my birthday was yesterday. I'm saying he died on my oh, birthday. Oh, I'm saying he could have died on another like, day. What? <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it was it was it was really sad to find out that he had passed. It was, it was yeah, especially knowing that he was fighting it for a long time and yeah. he kept saying that he was good and all that. And stuff. He just went and... back to work and he was he literally talked about how he wanted his last episode to go and it was Damn. that's a lot. No, yeah, it's, this year is so trash. Nothing still hurts as much. I can't even say nothing hurts as much as Chadwick, because I feel like even though, like, I really wasn't a big Kobe Bryant fan, that kind of really hit me. That kind of hurt. Honestly, I feel like the biggest death for me this year was Pop Smoke, though. To be 20 years old, to be at the height of your career. You know he went to our high school? Yeah, and now everyone's going to claim that they were his cousin and friend and all that shit because he went to our high school. Me too. Now, nah, we but, was definitely nowhere <laughs> yeah, near each nowhere other near, yeah. Um, But that was like the roughest one because it was just like, here's a kid who's 20 years old, has height of his career. Um, also, to my, my baby brother loves him. So, like, we, we constantly listen to his music. We still listen to his music so much now. And it's just like, every time you hear it, it's just like, damn, this might be the last album that we get. And all that shit. Yeah. So, someone who was living it's their crazy. best life and then it just taken away. But it happens all sad. the time. I mean, literally, this has been happening for generations. Like, yeah. Leah died when she was in her 20s and mm-hmm. Left Eye died, I believe she was in her 20s mm-hmm. when she died too. And even Tupac and Biggie. Tup- yeah. Biggie, I believe, had just turned 21 Tupac or Tupac is actually in Cuba, but oh. that's a topic for another day. Well, uh, in the matter of his unfortunate, timely uh, disappearance, he was... Uh, the side eye. Oh, my God. He was, he was uh, very young when he disappeared, I guess, so to speak. I cannot. He's making tortillas in somebody's aunt's house right now. I believe um, that. I really do. We're going to talk about mental health. We're going to dive into it. Um, is there anything that you would like to say before we get started about mental health? Mm. That, was, <laughs> that was that was good. Mental health is very important, and I don't think that there's enough stress on it. There's not enough pressure mm. on mental health as far okay. as um, resources, especially um, for Black folks, because yes. I feel like we need it now more than ever, and. I feel like these resources need to be 
available. They don't need to be. Um, it, 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 the problem is, is that it's a money thing. Yep. When it comes to um, recreation and when it comes to um, rehabilitation and just mm-hmm. assisting you with your mental health, health, it comes down to finances. Mm-hmm. And I really wish it didn't because so many people need it but simply can't afford it. Yep. The average therapist session is about $80. And Damn. some people need to go every week. Yeah. And some people don't make enough money to go every week and can only go once a year. And that's that's not enough. And I, I wish there was more... I wish there was more resources for people... Um, Free resources. Yes, or, free or, resources, yeah. You know, because mental health is, is almost like a doctor's visit, so I don't feel it, it needs to... And you should get checkups. Right. Yeah. You should have checkups if you have a condition and or if you have, um, I don't want to say a problem, but I guess a problem. If you have an issue, a condition, a problem that needs to be maintained weekly, then... You need to be able to go weekly. Just like you go to the gym weekly, daily, whatever. You need to be able to get your mental health checked on. Yeah. Yeah. You know? There's no reason why... There's no reason why that that can't be possible. But I do understand that it's greed involved. Mm -hmm. And money. I mean, people want to be paid for their services, rightfully so. But... I just wish there was a way where it it didn't have to be so much for people who need it so much, mm-hmm. you know, because it's not fair to people who don't have enough finances that they can't receive help for their mental health because yeah. they simply can't afford it. Um, as of 2017, there were 970 million people who were suffering from a mental disorder. That's a lot. So imagine lot. how much that number has increased in three years. Yeah. There's seven different types of mental disorders. You have mood, anxiety, personality, psychotic, eating, trauma, and substance abuse. of children are affected by mental health. 20% of children. So that's considered before the age of 14. And it's crazy because I remember growing up, and now I kind of feel guilty about it, thinking like when kids talked about these things, it's just like you have your whole life ahead of you. And growing up now, being older hindsight is 2020 you realize that kids shouldn't be muted and they should be allowed to express how they feel what's bothering them what's on their mind i feel like but i think a lot of that is because people don't want to admit that children they feel like they're young they shouldn't have any problems but kids have problems they're growing up and they literally are trying to figure themselves out Yeah. You know, it doesn't, figuring yourself out doesn't start at 12 years old when you get your first period or when you get your first wet dream. Like, mm-hmm. that's not how that works. Like, you literally, as soon as you're able to talk or have a, a thought, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Because then it's like, 
the teacher's telling you one thing and your parents are telling you, you know what I mean? You're being torn in so many different directions as a kid. Yeah, I'm just, <laughs> oh my god. The two fairies, the, the Easter, Easter bunny, bunny, all that shit. The boogeyman. You know what I mean? Nap time. All that. Like, that doesn't follow through your whole life. Right. Like, like enjoy Why those would you naps. set me up for that? Why would you why would right. you give me something like, and you take you, it away? Right. Why would you not tell me that nap time ends after like kindergarten? Like you need to tell me that. Like why would why do I go to first grade and I have to ask the teacher when is nap time and everybody's looking at me like I'm crazy like <laughs> now now so I'm the baby you. of the class like come on oh my but gosh it's 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 just one of those things that people have to get it out of their heads that just because you're young doesn't mean you don't have problems yeah because not for nothing a lot of these mental disorders start developing when they're kids mm-hmm. and there's things that you can look out for to help them when they're younger so that they can be function properly functioning adults to the point you know what I mean to where it's not like they literally have to wait until they're an adult to figure them like they mm-hmm. you shouldn't be figuring your just figure, trying to figure yourself out yeah. as an adult that starts when you're a kid. I think also too this is a good opening for generational curses. Yeah. So next episode coming soon. Um one in five people with uh bipolar disorder will commit suicide and 75% of mental health issues happens before the age of 25. Mm. Yeah. It Teenagers is a tough time. Mm-hmm. It's a tough time mm-hmm. because you're learning yourself, your your body's changing. Also too you have, you have people the, judging you. Yeah, you have the internet yes, exactly. You have the internet also too at the the tip of your fingers. Yeah. And you're comparing yourself to all Everybody. of these people. Right. And when you're twelve, thirteen, fourteen years old everything is impressionable to you. Yeah. Everything. It's a tough time to and that's why I'm saying like it, just because you're young doesn't mean you don't have problems. But so many elders are just like, well, you're young. You don't have any problems yeah. yet. Like, yeah. But I do. And, yeah. that, and that's why so many kids get so ignored and they can't communicate properly. Because if you tell somebody something, they don't even take you serious. And that that's as a kid, that's frustrating. That's very frustrating. As, as an adult, that's frustrating. Yeah. What, I think, what I think adults don't realize is that... Um, Kids are, children, youth, they're still human beings. Yes. With minds of their own. Exactly. At the end of the day, and they're trying to figure themselves out Mm -hmm. the way you should be, should have been figuring yourself out. Yes. 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 But it's, it's, there's a lot there. There's a, there's a lot there. This, this year I struggled openly with depression and it started in August, I'd say. And it took me a long time to at, even admit it to myself. Like, okay, I think something is wrong with me. And then it took me even longer to tell my mom about it. Because I was so worried about what my mom would say. And... Then I also felt like it made it real if I told, told my family mm-hmm. and if I told like my mom or my grandmother. Um, and it's, sh- I-, I was shocked that once I did do that, my, fa- my family is religious 
in the sense of it's always just pray about it, be positive and keep your faith. So things are often not really talked through. It's just, you'll get over it kind of thing. And so I I was very scared about telling my mom and I told her and she, she took it way harder than I thought she was going to take it. And then one day my grandmother calls me and she's like, how are you feeling? And all this stuff. And, uh, she's like, I heard what's going on with you. And this was, this was probably in the middle of October. And so this is two months in to me battling depression. And she goes, this is hard. We're living in a whole new norm. And she goes, and I'm going to tell you something right now. She's like, either you make this look good and you make the best of it. And you take it one day at a time and you keep your head up. Or you let this whole new life that we're living in and you let your depression just eat you alive. Yeah. And after, she came through with a word. And after that, I was like, you know what? She's 100% right. Because this year, so many of us are going through the same thing. One of my friends was had a post on Instagram about how it's like your regular depression. Then it's seasonal depression. Mm-hmm. Then it's pandemic depression. Yeah, then it's Election like rage. then it's like all of these other things yeah. that are still depression, but classified as a different type of depression. Right. And it's just like, when do we catch a fucking break? Basically, yeah. it is insane. Mm-hmm. And thankfully, I've been able to open up and tell and like talk about it. And then in doing that, so many other people have shared their stories there's so many people that are depressed that you would never even think about it and that I didn't think about it and I get stories told to me on all the time now Uh, and even for my birthday a lot of people were like I'm so glad that you opened up about your depression because you made things comfortable and one girl was like I told my mom about my depression because of you. And like, I was like, wow, that's so amazing. I thought that was so great. But this year has definitely, definitely fucked with everyone mentally. How have you been holding on mentally? This year has been like really wild because like literally at the start of COVID, I literally was, where I'm at now as far as like I'm losing my mind and mm. but it's mostly because I'm giving myself to my job and I'm like I'm not giving enough <clears throat> time to myself you spread thin and literally I was like I need a break mm-hmm. so I got a break and during my break it was like okay well, I got a break what I'm gonna do now but then also at the start of the break it was like well, I didn't know how long I didn't know how long I realistically was gonna be on this so-called break. Said break, yeah. So as it was going on, it was like, damn, I'm still in this break three months in. So the first month, it was just realization that wow, this is our world right now. Mm-hmm. Like it was a lot going on, 
then it was all right but now this is going on i have time to kind of sit and be with my thoughts and kind of just figure some things out Mm -hmm. so i'm sitting up my thoughts and the things that i'm thinking of and the issues that's coming up is making it worse it's like damn like this is really what's going on but at the same time you know we all talk about how 2020 is hindsight and it's 2020 vision and Mm-hmm. You know, with the killing, with all the the murder that had happened mm-hmm. in the past couple months, and it was just like, where is the silver lining? Where is where oh like where is no. the where is the rainbow at the end of all this? Like what what mm-hmm. the fuck? So because things keep happening, literally, we just talked about Alex Trebek dying. Like we got this election, but then it was like, damn, like this, you know what I mean? What else? Yeah. So it made me. It, it it brought me back to, it brought me to my spirituality, mm-hmm. and I know I always go to it, but when it comes to this, it's just if like, when you're, when you're, when you're in it, it's just like, everything comes back to it. All roads lead to your spirituality at the end of the day, right? Where we're going, we don't need roads. <laughs> so, um, it brought me back to like, the silver lining in this year, um, it kind of brought me back to what's the silver lining of this year? What's the reasons for all this death? And it's that because everything happens for a reason. And I really believe COVID, granted Donald Trump had a big part into why COVID played out the way oh, it did, gosh, right? yes. But I had to find a silver lining. So the silver lining was that now we're not, it's not black people are making up that we're being shot at all the time for mm-hmm. no reason mm-hmm. and things just happening. Cause now you're seeing it play out yeah. and you're, and now you're upset about it. And now you see how Donald Trump has basically opened up portals for people to just be openly, blatantly hateful. Yeah. And it finally made me feel like I wasn't taking crazy pills or that I was like, we were being seen for the first all, fucking yeah. time. It was, it's, I read a post also too that said, um, every time we brought up slavery or like reparations, it was, oh, get over it. Mm-hmm. But then you live through 2020 and it's just like, get over what? Right. We're still living in this fucking, right. like, w- w- we're still being treated yeah. basically the same way. Systematic racism is a thing. Oppression is a thing. It's just like, but also too, it goes back to the whole, oh, if it doesn't affect you personally, then it doesn't exist. Right. Exactly. Which, you must. But then the problem is, the problem is, is that a lot of these, (laughs) a lot of um, non-POC, a lot of white people, you know, they weren't being affected because... I feel like a lot of them were just being blind, blatantly blind mm-hmm. to a lot of things, just mm-hmm. choosing not to see certain Ignorance things. Is bliss, y'all. Right. It choosing so not bliss. to see certain things. But then when it's blatantly being thrown in your face on the news, on the internet, every time you turn on your social media, you mm-hmm. know, you can't ignore it. And you're yeah. not going to, you, you can't, you can't, no matter how much. And the fact that it, it caused a global uproar when all this stuff was happening. It wasn't like, we were in this alone. Like, mm-hmm. people all over the world were protesting for us. Mm-hmm. 
because they ju- we were all we are already in a fucked up situation. We already have who we have as president, and then on top of that, to be having all this happening and no justice being served yeah. and things it's exhausting. It's so it, taxing. It's, it's exhausting. Yeah. So to be seen, to be heard, to for people to really wake up and see what the fuck is wrong with this with this world. Mm-hmm. That for me was the silver lining because I feel like as Scorpios we always want people to see their wrong and we always want people to correct their wrong and do yeah. better. Like we constantly yeah. want to have that conviction. And we I feel all, that we we're have getting so much that patience with people. Yeah. Oof, my God. And I, I feel like this year we're able to get that. You mm-hmm. know, like we're getting that. And I hope that. Granted, Joe is not perfect. Mm-hmm. I get that. Yeah, that's but I really that. hope that him and Camilla will turn it around. I really hope that they keep their word. Mm-hmm. Um, I want people to keep them. I want all of us to hold them accountable mm-hmm. because we rightfully so we all showed up for them. Yeah. So they need the to rightfully so show up for us. Right. So they need to come through mm-hmm. and show through for all of us and do right by us as a as a country you mm-hmm. know I, that's what I want and also not to go on all a tangent about this election still but <laughs> I feel like a lot of people have this well we you voted for the lesser of two evils and it wasn't necessarily that it was a lesser of two evils but it was just I just because I for all we know, Joe might be racist too, right? <laughs> For all uh-huh. we know, but he's not stupid, mm-hmm. <laughs> okay? And he's more qualified, yes, so to yes. speak, than the mm-hmm. person who's already there. And if we're talking politics, <laughs> he is the better politician. I mean, he's already been the vice president. Yeah, he's so. he's, he's ran the country right oh, 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 oh. to a certain degree. Yes, yeah. yeah let me let but, me rephrase. And that, then yeah. also to he's seen somebody do it. And then to also to. Because this election, so many more other people are in a position to help other people. You have Camilla as Madam Vice President. You have Stacey Abrams, who signed up 300,000 new voters in Georgia and basically flipped Georgia blue. Yeah, shout out to Georgia. Um, shout out to Pennsylvania. There's, there's more LGBTQ plus people in Senate, not Senate positions, but as politicians, elected politician officials, whatever you call them. Mm-hmm. Um, there's more black women. There's more black people. And I feel like that's a step in the right direction because now they're in, like I said, in a position to help people less fortunate than them and to help their communities. Except for that one guy that was on the Breonna Taylor Case. Well, yes, him, fuck yeah, him. yeah, fuck him. But yeah. I mean, the, the people who were the people who were just elected. To, I mean, <laughs> right. Um, but yeah, and there's actually there's um, a transgender. Oh yeah, um, yeah. Politician, mm-hmm. elected politician, and um, you know, like people like that, you know, can help when these injustices happen in their communities and I feel like mm-hmm. that's a step in the right direction. So that's what that is. this election meant more than just Joe. Like granted like he was a big part of it, but so much more came out of it as well, you know, and that's what I feel like twenty twenty 
the vision part of it came out, even though it's been literally a shit show since starting with COVID. Yeah. I do feel like all this ugliness is going to bring up a lot of beauty. I mean, it's going to rain. It might rain and it might storm for a while, but at some point, we're going to get to some sunshine and some rainbows and some pretty skies soon. Definitely. I really do believe that. I also think that the whole thing comes full circle to, and I think that it, it makes sense and people may not see how it makes sense, but this whole thing and the topic of mental health all comes full circle with what Alika is talking about for the simple fact that with a new president comes a breath of fresh air mm-hmm. and it, a new start. Yeah. And it comes with peace of mind and hope. Yeah. So it's so many things that we didn't have mm-hmm. that was causing so many people to be frustrated. There's, uh, that guy that's on the news, uh, his name is Vaughn something. He just like the night that they announced the whole Joe Biden winning, he went on there and he cried and he was like, this is a fresh start. And it's just like all these kids in cages and all the, all the dreamers that would have gotten sent home and all that stuff. This is all a chance for everyone to just get a little bit of hope and a little bit of peace of mind. And we didn't have that. We didn't have that at all. And something that everyone had was anxiety. There, it's also a thing of Trump being president and him being an him being the least racist person shined so much light on who else was in air quotes the least racist which was everybody in their damn mama that was white because so many fucking people were outside for all of BLM basically yelling at people, telling people, oh, the audacity and all this shit, going to fucking parking lots to scream Donald Trump and all this shit. And for what? You're supporting an asshole. Right. And somebody who's clearly not smart because... If he was, my thing is this, is like, okay, y'all claiming that he got, the problem is, is that a lot of people don't realize that they, they, they like to say that Obama didn't do anything for us, but how could he if the people who are around him, who approve these things are against him? They were out to get, like he could, Obama literally... Anything he wanted, just about anything he wanted to do, he really couldn't get it done because the House of the House or the Senate was all Republicans. Yeah. So when Trump gets into office and for them or whatever, I guess he's doing right by them. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh yeah, he's getting stuff done, and then, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. But it's like, what is he getting done? And all of the whole other than oh, more racism. Yeah. Other than the whole like, oh. I lowered unemployment and all that shit. People are living through a whole pandemic. There was millions and millions of people applying for unemployment in in one week than ever before. Right. So, 
It's just like... And now they're cutting people off of said unemployment. Yeah. Yeah. So, so many how of my great people, is he? So many of my people. <laughs> so many. Mind Shout you. out to my friends. So many of my friends are like just stop getting checks basically yeah. and have like no income. Yeah. And it's just like, it's fucking insane. Yeah. It is insane. And that's my thing is like this man literally has everybody just unemployed and for some reason y'all are saying that he's the best president. Like you're oh unemployed right now, Karen. Mm-hmm. What are you talking about? Ugh, I cannot. So what would you say are some of your triggers when it comes to mental health? Definitely my Donald fan. Trump. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, anybody <laughs> racist does. Basically. Um, um my family. Ooh, fuck that. My family is a big trigger for me because mm-hmm. there's a lot of wounds there that I have to heal on my own. Yeah. Because I'm never gonna get and I'm sorry, or I'm never gonna mm. get like an explanation because I'm not owed an explanation in their mm-hmm. eyes for my- certain you know what I mean? And um you know, th- there's just a really big trigger for me. Yeah, I, um, I have to and agree. also my job to to a certain degree, to a certain degree because working with hair, um, and being um an apprentice, it's a lot of learning. It's a lot of unlearning. It's a lot of learning how to see how how a business is ran. Learning how. Clients are going to come in and say things and throw you off and how you have to bounce back. So mm-hmm. it's a lot of, it's a lot. Um, but yeah, I would say those are probably two of my biggest triggers. What about you? Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Some of my triggers would have to be uh, things that stem from growing up my dad had a very interesting way of communicating and by interesting i mean that he was drunk shouting at people that was his communication um so now being a 27 year old woman (laughs) shout out to me um uh anyone who makes me feel belittled or unintelligent or uh anyone who makes me feel like what I'm saying doesn't make sense. That's a huge trigger for me because I've worked so hard over the years to be a good communicator. And I've worked so hard to break the whole trend of shouting to communicate or being disrespectful to communicate or being belittled to communicate. So that's a huge trigger for me. And it can be from anyone. Uh, 
but I also know that it's a huge trigger in my relationships with men. Mm. And the second that I feel disrespected, I shut down and I completely cut you off. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. If you trigger me to the point where I feel like I'm communicating with my dad, (laughs) I'm done. Yeah. And it's not even about you having to shout at me. It never... Ooh, I just had deja vu. I've been here before. Um... (laughs) It's not even about you shouting at me. It's... Or your alternate universe. Whoa. (laughs) My (laughs) drop. Or yourself in an alternate universe is having the same experience mm-hmm. right now. Yep. My, but I'm not. Uh, my, so who's your co-host in this, <laughs> in this alternate universe? Who is it? We're having like a Rick and Morty moment. <laughs> can I Can I be Morty? You can be Rick. <laughs> Why do I get to be Rick? I don't want to be Rick. I, I like, I, I like Shit, I, I want to like... be Summer. <laughs> I don't um, want to be rich. That's so, mad pressure. He so, turns himself into a pickle, you know. That's mad pressure. But also, too, he beats up all of those uh, cockroaches and rats. Yeah, and that was a lot. He's like, ah, oh, pickle Rick. So you know, that's goat shit, right there. I don't want to be a pickle though. But anyway, so so that's a huge trigger for me. Yeah. Um, family, I would definitely say is a tr- another trigger for me. And it's only as of recent that my mom has been, like, will allow me to communicate and will be good about apologies. And so that's, so that's fairly new. Um, so those are, those are some triggers for me. What, what kind of self care do you do? Other triggers for me are when men, um... Body shaming. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, because I've literally been body shamed almost my entire life. From family, from friends, whether they knew it or not. Mm-hmm. Um, from random men in the street. Um, and it's something that I had to at some point just realize that people just don't want to see a big bitch happy. Period. And people just don't want to see a big bitch. Like, Mm -hmm, literally, like, like, granted, like, I know you're not crazy about Lizzo, right? Like, I get that. But, like, I fucking love Lizzo. And people, the reason why I love Lizzo is that I don't like her. You just think that there's a lot of... I just don't think, I don't think that she, she should be our whole representation. No, and, and she feels that way, too. Yeah. Literally, um, I was, she, uh, David Letterman has, uh, my guest, my next guest, I think it's called, Mm -hmm. on Netflix. And she was on this season, um, and I watched her interview, and the way that she spoke about how she wished people didn't talk about her body, and she wished that she could just do what, just live her life. Like, why can't she post videos the same way Megan Thee Stallion does, and it not be like, why the fuck is Lizzo doing Mm -hmm. this? Because literally, she posts probably the same exact videos as Megan Thee Stallion, but because Megan Thee Stallion is Megan Thee Stallion, nobody's gonna say anything. But when Lizzo does it, because Lizzo's bigger and Lizzo has a a, a non-desirable body. And cellulite. And a cellulite, mm-hmm. then it's a problem. But Lizzo's probably one of the healthiest big girls I know since mm-hmm. she's vegan. Mm-hmm. And since be cooking real good vegan. Mm-hmm. So, listen, I be seeing her cooking, man. I be like, all right, Lizzo, I'm coming through for a plate. Nah, but, you know, and 
that's what I like the most about her is that she does as much. She just wants to live her life and she just wants mm-hmm. to do her. She doesn't want to be defined by her body. And I feel like that's a lot of us. Mm-hmm. But because we're so sexualized and because at the same time we're still undesirable, it's it. you just get so much different shit. People love Isn't her. Isn't that People, interesting? Yeah. That we're so sexually desired and we're fetishes, basically. Yeah. But then also, too, it's like, I can't admit I'm fucking her. Yeah. People, a lot of men Make have that professor, professor Ogilvy uh, syndrome. <laughs> I don't like that. Did he like her in private? So what it was is that, I, I think what it was, he didn't realize that he liked her because he couldn't get over the, it was her approach. I think what it was is that it was her. <laughs> I'm an aggressive bitch, so yeah, I mean, but I think you I just think get with it, sir. I think he was just one of those men that preferred not to. He wanted to be the one approaching. So the fact that she saw what she wanted and she was like trying, like she wanted him. He was, he was, he was, um, he was intimidated by that, and that's why he was quote unquote turned off. But then at some point, he they do get married. At some point, I think at the end they get married. But he admitted, yeah. But then, like, but I never, honestly, that's why I never liked the Parkers. It was so hard watching that show growing up because it made me feel like we were never lovable. Like we Mm -hmm. couldn't, like we could never be loved because here's this woman, and it is not like Nikki Parker. It's not like Nikki Parker was one of these women who doesn't keep herself together. She was a pretty woman. Mm-hmm. She kept herself together. She kept her hair done. She kept up with herself. Mm-hmm. But yet, just because of her size and her approach, it was a problem. Yeah. Like, it just never, it never. But honestly, the way big women, with the exception of Queen Latifah, were portrayed on TV back in the day, it was fucking horrible. We were either sidekicks to these skinny bitches. Or we were, like, non-existent bodies that just dressed up horrible because there was no other clothes that fit. Mm -hmm. But I think that's one of the reasons why I love living single so fucking much is because Queen Latifah is a a bigger woman. Granted, like, she's not, she's, she's big, but I feel like because of the way her proportion is, it's not like she. It's not like wow, she's a big girl, but she's she's considered plus size. Mm-hmm. And when she was on Living Single, sis was fine. Okay, mm-hmm. sis had fine men. Okay, on mm-hmm. that show, she always any movie she's been in, she up on a fine man. Okay, mm-hmm. so I love me a good Queen Latifah movie because it always end up with a, a hot scene. But I, you know, one of the things that Living Single gave me was that we can be loved. Like, sis mm-hmm. had men fighting over her because mm-hmm. of her ambition, because of her drive, and they weren't worried about her body. If anything, they were more attracted to her, you know? And mm-hmm. it showed me that, we're like, we can be loved, yeah. you know? It still shows me that. And there's not too many... There's not a lot of shows out there that have it where there's plus-size women being loved on. You know, it's not mm-hmm. a lot of anything out there. So when it's there, it's like, okay, even a waiting that tale. You still haven't seen Waiting Exhale. No, I have not. You gotta watch Waiting Exhale. I definitely do. There's so many movies I want to see. Yeah. So, so um okay, I'm sorry. What what self care do you do? Because you said that was you said that was a trigger. The whole body image thing and people mm-hmm. perceiving so it. So for self-care. that specifically, um Self-care for that is more so just kind of like 
getting back to my sexy, like, I have to, like, I guess, like, I don't want to say I make myself feel pretty, but when when it comes to, like, a, a body imaging trigger, um, a body image trigger, I should say, it's just one of the things where sometimes comfort food, I'm like, well, fuck it, I'm fat anyway, but... You know, comfort food always works. Yeah, that's a um, good one. Comfort food is always a good one, you know. What about um, for your um your your anxiety? Um, when it comes to my anxiety, um, I meditate. That's one way for me to mm-hmm. just get back to my breath and kind of just breathe it in, breathe it out. Kind of just like you know, picture myself. You know, kind of picture myself on a a beach. <laughs> on a mountaintop or in a cabin. Uh-huh. Um, my dog, you know, Butter's like my life and everything. So sometimes just coming home, knowing that he's home and knowing that, like, he's literally probably at the door waiting for me, like, right now, like, as we're recording uh-huh. this show, he's uh-huh. probably waiting for me at the door. He's like, Mom, come home. He, like, he, the fact that, like, I have somebody waiting for me at home, granted it's my dog, but that's enough for me. Uh-huh. Like, that's enough. So, uh-huh. um, Butter helps a lot. Um, marijuana helps <laughs> a lot of people like to be like, oh, it raises my anxiety, but because I'm so into marijuana and because I'm into the strains and how they affect you and, you know, I, that's what I go by, I make sure that I have my sativas, I have my indicas, I have my hybrids, and I'm actually looking into what I'm smoking mm-hmm. so that when I'm feeling this, well, let me just relax, have a little weed, maybe have a little wine. Sometimes, um... Sometimes, um, I don't want to say drugs and alcohol, but sometimes you just want something just to, just to free your mind up, you know? Mm-hmm. And plus some people, I mean, even Lizzo said she, she does it, but, um, some people even do shrooms. Not all the time, but like they microdose shrooms. I haven't done shrooms yet, but oh, that's on the list. Lord, I've never done shrooms. I've never done the Mina, but that's on the list. <laughs> <clears throat> It's not a list. I just want to try shrooms and nothing else. We're just going to do marijuana and shrooms. I've That's never it. done shrooms in Vegas. You've never done shrooms in Vegas? I've, you... I've never done shrooms, period. But I was oh, talking about oh, um, oh. Knocked Up. Oh. He was like, he told her we did shrooms in Vegas? <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. But yeah, um, some people turn to, you know, like drugs and alcohol. I think it's fine when it's just to... You know, free your mind up. Not when you start abusing it and, you know, yeah. next thing you know, you're robbing people to get your next fix. <laughs> like, this is not She's cool. So like that, like when it gets to that point, it's like, all right, let's, uh, yeah, let's reel it back a little bit. Yeah, settle down. Let's um, down. another thing I like to do, um, for self care, just in general, is just things for myself. Sometimes if I'm in a funk, sometimes, um, you know, dirt. Any dirt and debris actually cause um, stagnant energy. Mm-hmm. So something as simple as taking a shower, washing your hair, detangling your hair. That's another conversation for another day. But mm-hmm. I have to fill that out. Well, I've currently been doing like your um, so. Washing everyone. <laughs> I've been Just washing, my hair. cleansing oh, yourself, cleansing your aura, cleansing your chakras spiritually. Cleansing your pussy. That too. Like just cleaning, cleaning your room, cleaning your house. Just cleaning in general, bags of laundry right? Just, just getting your getting your cleanliness in order mm-hmm. will definitely change the energy. Because as soon as you, you know, do all the dishes in your house and put all your clothes away and change your sheets and 
you take that nice hot shower and get in that bed, you feel new, you feel complete, mm-hmm. you feel relaxed. So, um, even things like that bring me, bring my anxiety down and mm-hmm. bring me some type of calmness. Some things that I Oh, and do. V-steaming. V-steaming is another um, self-care thing that I like to do because it, it steams the pussy out. You know, I think it's something that every woman should include in their in their monthly in their monthly things of self care to do. But um I need to start doing that. Yeah, I think I think it'll definitely change it'll definitely change um something. It'll change. Something will change. <laughs> <laughs> something will change. Um oh but I definitely God. think it, it, it because you're I feel like it helps you clean out your aura also. Um it helps you, I would imagine, help you uh, cleanse your ears, um, your root chakra. Mm. Um, that makes sense. You know, get you back to yourself. It helps you get back to yourself. Even just, I mean, I know I don't like to, I don't want to limit it to just like a facial or waxing, but any type of personal grooming that you need done mm-hmm. for you, that's going to ultimately make you feel better. That makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense. Whatever grooming it is, your eyebrows. You got to get your roots touched up. You got to get your hair cut. Ultimately, all that stuff is going to make you feel better. So I am all for that. But also, um, journaling. Like, sometimes self-care Ooh, is just sitting with, your, journal. sitting with your thoughts and just kind of, like, getting back to you and figuring certain things out and laying certain situations to rest. So sometimes just, you know, turning on some um, instrumental music and... Twerking the Drake in the mirror. Um, Okay, I was gonna say, um, playing like instrumental music and just journaling, or if you want to do um like adult coloring books, or if you want to do kid coloring books, sometimes just that that soothness could just bring you back to just peace and help you kind of just figure your life out and, and mm-hmm. it ultimately change your anxiety because sometimes anxiety just comes from you not knowing what to do or not knowing what's going to happen next. So sometimes Losing just being able to, right. So sometimes just being able to give yourself that peace of mind is all you need. Yeah. So what about you? What do you like to do? Um, some self care things that I've been doing for my depression are, I'll also like clean my apartment because I realize that when my depression was at its peak, I stopped cleaning. Because mm-hmm. bring, dirt brings on stagnant energy. Mm-hmm. So, so it's going to keep you there. Yeah. Until you're ready to come out of it, really. Mm-hmm. So I clean. Uh, I will blast music. I'll ask, like, whoever, like, my friends to, like, go do something or to be outside or... um to be around nature I feel like me not sitting and dwelling helped a lot for me too uh putting my phone on do not disturb not answering text messages when I didn't feel like answering text messages um certain things like that I also I also keep a journal and I will make sure to take vitamins, but then like days that I'm not feeling great, have like I'll add like magnesium so that I'm sleeping properly. Because when it first started, I realized like I wasn't sleeping great, and um, 
then just making sure to like always keep my appearance up too because it's so easy to like want to sleep all day not want to do anything for yourself and you can totally drown in that mm -hmm. so I would always get my nails done always like get a pedicure my eyebrows and like you said where it's just like one day you pick to do like a full-blown self-care day and just focus on mm -hmm. you and there were there were days where like my mom would call me and I would just not answer my phone all day because especially like if I felt like she triggered me or whoever triggered me that was the person that I literally was like you're gonna get the least amount of contact from me right, right. Um, so just avoiding certain people, certain energies. Sometimes self-care is also just walking away sometimes. Yes. Sometimes I, I was just like going to say exits. People yes. don't understand that sometimes, especially when you're having disagreements with people or... And it becomes too and, much again, and it's it too repetitive. Too much. Sometimes mm -hmm. self-care is just you walking away as much as you want to, as much as you feel like you're right. Sometimes it's just not worth it to yourself. Not even just for the sake of your relationship with that person, but sometimes it's not worth it for yourself to keep going. Sometimes you got to just walk away and just, and, and that's something that 2020 taught me as well is that sometimes not everything needs a reaction. Not everything needs for me to be able to just turn up and turn all fucking Foxy Brown on everybody and just start Heavy. fucking pistol whipping bitches. Cause that's sometimes that's where I'm at. Like literally the way I the way I handled situations in the past, I tried my best not to handle that. You know, at work in the past, if somebody one person disrespected me and triggered and triggered the fuck out of me, mm -hmm. and I went the fuck off and turned mm -hmm. into a whole different person. Granted, I have all the right to be angry, and if I'm angry, most likely I have a right to be. Most likely, I'm I'm I'm, I'm not, never really angry for no reason. Mm -hmm. So when certain things happen now at work, now it's just like, you know what? You got it. Because yeah. at the end of the day, I know that me pouring my energy into this isn't serving me. Yeah. Like me pouring my energy into this is literally just me feed it, feeding the fuel and just me feeding negative energy and sometimes walking away and get walking away is literally feeding the positive energy that you need mm -hmm. like because sometimes like i said you're feeding that negative energy by staying there and just f fueling that fire like mm -hmm. just throwing your all into it you're you're th you're the one throwing your energy into it you're the one throwing your energy away so and sometimes control right and me being a, a aries moon and a sagittarius rising trust me Listen, she could get angry. Listen, she'll show you angry. I literally will get angry, and it's it's really bad to the point where sometimes, like, if somebody says something stupid to me over the phone, I fucking hang up. Yeah, just to avoid going over. Be like, you know what? I don't even say bye. I just hang the fuck up. Like, yeah. as soon as you say that last stupid shit, I just click. That's it. My, I do it a, <laughs> I do it a lot with my family more than anybody oh, else. God. <laughs> I've noticed that with my family more than anyone else. Yeah, I'm I hang up quick, on my dad. I'm all quick the time. to be like click, and some people be like, "You really just hang up?" Like, but yes, that's better than me for my own sanity. Listen, yes. let me yes. listen. Sorry, I no. know people who curse their parents out when See, they get we, them upset. Yeah, no, we're not doing and that. I'm not. First of all, I don't have the energy we're to curse my that. parents mm -hmm. out because they're gonna. I'm gonna curse them out, and they're gonna come me with some shit, and then I have to come with them with 
double that. Mm-hmm. Like, that's mad energy. Do would I do yeah, it? My yes, my but that's man. mad energy. I, I, I could never. That's definitely mad she gonna get the sassy ass attitude for sure, for sure, of course. But to curse at her or anything like that, no, that woman sacrificed. That's too a lot much of. That's a lot of energy. Yeah, and that's what I mean. Like just walking away. Sometimes, like even with your family, you just gotta walk away. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. hard. Like it's so hard. Well, for me, it's not because I walk away from everybody. But um, <laughs> um, it's it's and and it's hard. It, at first, it was hard for me to realize that one that my family was a trigger, and two that I do need to walk away from some. It of sucks them. admitting that though. Huh? That your family's a trigger. No, it re- it really it mm-hmm. does. It really sucks. But it's like. And even, like, even, even though, like, I, I, I think about, like, all the good memories that I've had with my family, at this point, it's just memories. And it's just, it's just mm-hmm. what we had and not what mm-hmm. we have. And sometimes you have to think about that, what we had and not what, you have to think about what you had and what you have. Mm-hmm. Because, and, and when you think about what you have right now, present, that's more important than what you had, period. Yeah. yeah. So for me to now be in my power and realize that I'm just tired of the things that my family, like the, 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 the triggering parts of my family, mm-hmm. the reason, because it, it keeps, if it keeps coming up, if it, if, if you keep triggering me, mm-hmm. it, after a while, it's like, I got to walk away. Yeah. And that's basically what's happening. I keep being triggered and it's like. I can't do this anymore. Mm-hmm. Like I'm, I'm at my breaking point. Yeah, you know. No, hundred percent. So, and and that's also self care too. Knowing when your to walk away and your, and your boundaries, yes, right? Yes, setting yes, those boundaries, setting not boundaries. even knowing them, just setting yeah. the boundaries. Yeah. And it's it, honestly, it's unhealthy not to set boundaries, and it's something that I had to learn that you have to set boundaries with with everybody in your life. I even Everyone. have to set boundaries with my damn dog. And I and the only reason why I say that is because there's times where Butter, um, you know he's a, he's a dog, so he's gonna act out. And there's mm-hmm. times where I need to walk away from him. <laughs> like he bit me last two Christmases ago. I still actually have the mark on my hand. I was like leaking, and I still have his tooth mark in my hand, on my hand. And literally, like I had to walk away. That's my baby. I love him, but I was going to skin his ass when he bit me. <laughs> it was so bad because it hurt so much. And there's even times now when he gets crazy with me and I'm just like, you know what? Clearly you need a minute. I know I need a minute. So you know what? I'm, I'm going to separate myself from you. Listen, and you, I'm trying to figure out the rest of his chart. I'm going to figure out the rest of Butter's chart because I need to, I need to know that moon. <laughs> I need to know that moon. That is it so can't just funny. be all Virgo energy there. I hope not. No, you know, yeah. I'm, not, I'm not crazy on the Virgo energy. Something I have learned, though, is that we should all check on our strong friends. Mm-hmm. And sometimes when you are venting to your friends or whoever your support system is, that you should make sure that you're not dumping your emotions onto people mm-hmm. that are not ready to receive all of those right. emotions. Right. Um, so I definitely appreciate my friends often for being like, look, this is too much. Or, or even you, like sometimes when I've had mood swings or like I'm going through something and you're just like, 
I love you. I'm here if you need me, but I'm going to take a step back. I'm going to give you a space, you know? And like, But I'm all about giving people space because I think at some point it was like, I understood what needing space was because I've had friends in the past who wanted to basically like suffocate me mm-hmm. and wanted me around all the time. And it's like, but I don't want to be around all the time. I'm one of those people where Aries I like my space. Mm-hmm. We know. I love my space. I love just being alone. Like, people don't understand. Like, I one, I'm really a homebody. But, like, two, like, I really, like, I love my room. Like, it's just, like, it's my zen spot. It's where I just Mm -hmm. chill. I got butts there. I got my damn weed. I got my shit. You know what I mean? Like, I got everything I could ever need in my room. (laughs) Like, that's all I need is my bed, my weed. Literally, yesterday, I had a a whole bunch of, not yesterday, yesterday was Sunday, right? Yeah. I had a whole bunch of self-care moments. Um, this weekend, Harry Potter was playing on E! like all weekend. And I was like, oh my uh, God, love me some Harry Potter, right? Mm-hmm. I didn't get to watch the whole thing because I've seen these movies before. I don't need to sit down and watch all these movies. But the fact that I was able to just lay on my couch while I was doing laundry, you know, cleaning up a little bit. I was able to just sit down for like an hour or two and lay with my son and just Mm -hmm. introduce him to Harry Potter (laughs) and watch it. (laughs) And Uh then just, he was watching it. He was was engaged. He had his moments, but he was mostly engaged. (laughs) But, um... You know, just to just to lay, just to just sit there and chill, and, and just watching Harry Potter, just for the, just, even if it was just for ten minutes in between switching my laundry from the washer <laughs> to the dryer, like uh-huh. it, the fact that I could just do that yesterday, it felt really just, it felt amazing. That and any good. and any any Sunday, I can just sit and chill. Yeah. Everything. Any, yeah. So that's why I just love my Sundays because Sunday is just a day to just. You kick back if you if you don't want to watch TV. You throw on some music, read a book, mm-hmm. have some coffee, have a mimosa, whatever, and just chill. Like Sunday's mm-hmm. chill day. Yeah, honey. Sunday's chill day for me. I really prefer to chill, but because of my work schedule, most of the time I'm usually cleaning on Sundays. Usually mm-hmm. cleaning and doing my laundry and cooking for the week or whatever else I have to do. Usually I'm doing that on Sunday, but I try to get those moments in, especially. Um, because it's important to me to break. Um, I try to get those moments in where I'm just like, I'm even if it's just for 10, 20 minutes or an hour or two, mm-hmm. just to have those moments to myself to just lay and be. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I just want to lay and be. Yeah. And oh, just sit in totally stillness and listen to music and then just, just be it. You know, it feels great. I love lazy days in bed all day. Yeah, Those are my favorite. Just chilling. I wish I could do it so long. I know. I wish I could I do it. I miss lazy days, man. Honestly, I ain't gonna hold you. I don't think I appreciated quarantine as much as I thought I did. <laughs> because it was also too because like I said, we didn't know how long we were gonna be and it was just like, damn, like every other every two weeks it was like, What we're in another two weeks mm-hmm. and here we are again mm-hmm. two more weeks. But the fact that I could just be lazy for so long and at first I felt really guilty about it. Like I felt like I just wasn't doing anything. But the reality of it was the whole world wasn't doing anything. It wasn't just me. It was basically the whole world. So, but after I got used to it and I was just like, man, I'm chilling. Like, (laughs) especially once it got warm, I was able to lay in my backyard and just Mm -hmm. relax, take butter out, let him get, you know... He likes to uh, feel his oats and scratch his back on the concrete and just 
son babe. So, mm-hmm. you know, watching him do that brings me joy. So, watching Butter B is, is self-care. <laughs> That's really cute. Because he just, you know, he just be being. He's a dog. So, he just be being, you know. Is there anything you would like to add before we wrap this up? Um... Self-care is also eating right. I don't think people realize it, but Mm -hmm. eating right is definitely something that I don't think we take serious enough for our mental health. A lot of these foods that aren't good for us aren't good for us for a reason, not just Mm -hmm. our bodies, but it also isn't good for our mental health. And that's something that I had to realize that when you don't eat good, you don't feel good. And that, that's, that's, that is so true. That's the real tea. I, I noticed. That and the so only true. reason why I can attest to that is because when I first went back to work, uh, around the time I found out I had PCOS, I decided to cut starch out of my diet mm-hmm. and I didn't eat starch, um, for like two weeks and I kept up with my juices and I was drinking water. When I tell you that's when I felt my best, but then that damn, Florisha came in. Once Florisha come, it's over. Because Florisha come through. Who the fuck are we talking about? My period. Her name is Florisha. <laughs> I'm Felicia. looking at Alika like, who the fuck are we talking That's about? My because of <laughs> Because of like the condition and the way my hormones and the way my cravings are set up. Sometimes after PMS, it's like, oh, oh yeah, but I'm still here that. in this bad place. But yeah. Totally. I'm slowly getting back on the wagon. Plus, I really like juices. I'm li- I literally just finished one. Mm-hmm. Um, I love juices if they're I made right. They're really good. Hale and Hardy's. You did. They are so good. I know. What soup did you have? I had clam chowder. Okay. And so I did like the half, like the small soup and the okay half a sandwich. What sandwich did you have? Uh, the chicken guac. Oh, the balsamic chicken? And it has, like, avocado on it? I thought it was grilled chicken guacamole. It might be. I think that's what it was. But anyway, it was fire as fuck. And I was like, oh, okay. I see why I like it. My favorite soup is chicken pot pie. And I just had their lasagna type of soup. It's not really a soup. It's literally just lasagna in a cup. It's pretty good. But chicken pot pie is my favorite. That's, like, my... Go to soup. I also like their um, chicken and tomato azora. I think that's mm-hmm. how you say it. Those are like my top two favorite soup. But chicken pot pie definitely takes. I it. definitely gotta eat it anymore. The chicken pot pie is literally it. That With their oyster crackers, more. literally, it's it. That's all. The only. St- I was literally trying to get it today, but Hale Hardy for some reason is closed on Mondays, so I can't. I couldn't get my soup. I was upset. I really wanted my soup. Damn. Well, the only thing that I would like to add is... Oh, and soup is self-care, too. <laughs> soup and tea and ginger shots and all that stuff. Is yes, self-care. yes. Kombucha, all that stuff. Oh, yep. Shout out um, to kombucha. <laughs> the only thing that I would like to add is... Don't ever be afraid to open up to somebody or to admit that you have a problem. And not even a problem because... Again, there's so many other people out there going through the same exact thing that mm. you are going through. Right. And it wasn't until Transparency. The, yeah. Be transparent. If there's anything that I learned this year is 100% be transparent. Don't be afraid to admit your truth. Don't be afraid to be vulnerable. Yeah. Don't ever be afraid to be vulnerable. And alkaline water is a part of self-care too. 
Okay, she's not going to be done anytime soon, so I'm going to just... <laughs> she's going to talk. Um, <laughs> no, that's it. Just, oh, shit. Mic drop. Mic drop. Um, no, but alcohol and water is... It's, it's essential. So, so, um... Don't ever be afraid to open up. Um, make You're sure... A flower. Open up, sweetheart. Oh, I love you. Uh, <laughs> also, too, yeah. if you are a person who does not struggle with mental health. Make sure you check on your friends. Make sure that you tell your friends that you are open ears and open arms and be as supportive as you can be because you have no idea what someone's struggles are privately. Right. Uh, I would also like to say thank you for listening. Thank you for coming back. We are in nine or ten countries now. Ooh. Yeah. Um, there. So the last, the last new one was the UK. That was the last one from our last episode that I remember. But there is another one now, and that is Canada. And Sweden. Wow. Mm-hmm. Basically, white people love us. Wow. <laughs> Shout out to y'all. Not white Shout people out to love y'all. us. Again, we are just two girls from New York City. And we doing the damn thing. Oh, shout out to Australia. Y'all really fuck with us in Australia. That's crazy. Okay, Australia, we see well, you. Well, send me some Uggs then, because... Wow. I was trying I to... Get, Yo, listen, the only ass, reason... Nope, listen, episode's wait, over. I only say this Alika is rude. <laughs> I was trying to get some slippers in the Ugg store. Sold out my size, so send them Uggs over, for real. Like, no funny shit. Oh, my God. What? Anyway. The slippers are mad cute. We love you guys. Thank you for all the support. Oh, reading listening. is a part of self-care, too. Reading a book will definitely yeah, help you with self-care. Mind. Right? Yeah, Stim- stimulate that. Have you done stimulate your mind? But also, too, if you're a man, you can stimulate my mind. Anyway, um, like I was saying, thank you for listening to us. She wild. <laughs> she is wild. Uh, thank you for listening to us. Thank you for coming back. We greatly appreciate you. We love you so, so much. Make sure you like, comment, subscribe, subscribe share. Follow, share. Tell your share friends us. what's good. Tag us. Tell right. your friends. Tell your family. Together with my friends. Maybe we could be friends. I am at Danny Angie. Two eyes on Danny. Two eyes on Angie on Instagram. And you are? OMG Atalika Cray. On all platforms. Uh, and, and next episode, we, should we do the next, should next episode, should we just talk about my birthday and yeah. how great it's going to be? Yeah, basically. <laughs> and talk about how she went viral twice. I went viral twice? But I mean, when your first, viral. but my point was when your first, when your video first, first came out, mm-hmm. you went viral. Mm-hmm. Oh, I mean, yeah. And then this time, she brought light to it again. Granted, it's always your your video stood relevant. Yeah, that it did is. Let me not say unfortunately, but it it stood relevant. I just still, I just wish I there was some money streaming in from it. That's all. (laughs) (laughs) Can the money be viral? That's all I'm saying. Can the money? We love you guys. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for 
tuning in. We appreciate you. Good morning. Good afternoon. Good night. And guess what? Our president is a Scorpio. Our president is a motherfucking Scorpio. And November Scorpio asked that. Day after Period mine. point blank. Day after my Period birthday. point blank. Okay. Never, ever, 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 ever again will we ever, or should we ever have a fucking Gemini as a president? Um, You know the two, the two Leos that were president were um, black men as presidents? Mm. Obama and Bill Clinton. <laughs> Nah, Bill Clinton's really not it because he he signed over that bill that was having black men stop and frisk for no reason. Oh, yeah, that's true. It's clip for Bill Clinton. But... Fuck you, Bill Clinton. But... But he had a big-ass scandal, and that was fire as fuck, so... Not that was fire as fuck. He, you know, stick a cigarette in a bitch, and then smoke it, and then tell me how you feel. Okay. We are almost at two hours right now, so we love you guys very much. And we will be back with another episode next Wednesday. We're just going to be talking about my birthday. That's it. Because that's it. It's not, that's no, it. It's We're just talking about my birthday next week. That's it. We're having a one. whole episode dedicated to my Year birthday. Year two. I was also in diapers. Year three. I might have went to Head Start. Year four. We're not going to do that. No, we're not, we're nah, not doing I, that. I didn't say we were talking about my birthday. We're going to talk about my birthday. <laughs> <laughs> we're not, not we're my not past birthdays. You're gonna take do that. My birthday at 16, as a whole. I realized no, we had to do that. I had a party and it like, <laughs> Yesterday was my birthday, November eighth. Shout out to the goat. I am the goat. Thank you. Welcome. Have a good Shout day. Shout out to the six god. Oh my god, Drake hurt his knee. Doing what? I was riding him. All right. Wow. Anyway. Okay. So bye, guys. bye guys. Love you.